Hi listeners, stories have so much power and so does whoever controls the narrative. It is time that we dissect and analyze these stories. I am Vipul and this is Vogue Tales. Hi everyone. Fairy tales are usually not in my experience awfully romantic. When people say something is a fairy tale ending, they mean the traditional sum up of happily ever after. But let's be honest here. How many marriages in these stories look like they have any chance of working out? How much narrative time is devoted to the central couple even talking to each other? And what is Valentine's Day without a little fairy tale romance? For your Valentine's Day enjoyment, here is a fairy tale about forbidden love, the gay goshawk. And on that note, it's story time. The story begins when an English lady and a Scottish lord meet at the court of the English king. She is lonely and unhappy because her father has recently got himself married to a woman who hates her. Classic. And her seven brothers can't be bothered. The Scottish lord is happy, kind, and good-natured, that falling for him is effortless. As pledges of their love, he gives her his gold ring and she gives him her blue ribbon tied in a lover's knot. The only thing left to do is ask her family for their approval. Her father has proved himself incapable of protecting her from the malice of his own wife, but given a chance to make amends, You'd think he'd agree, right? Well, you'd be wrong. He and her brothers all got together a while ago to plan out her life and the next step is to marry her off to an ancient English lord who's really rich and can give them the political influence they crave. Plus, her boyfriend is Scottish. That's the historical equivalent of the bad boy in the black leather jacket. The girl is taken from court so she can't even see him anymore. And with her gone, he sees no point in staying, so he returns to his castle up north. While he broods there on lost love, there is only one thing that brings him pleasure. A goshawk with a pretty voice and a quick mind that soon becomes his most constant companion. It also gives him an idea. He writes a letter to his love and sends it to her by Goshawk Express, with the love knot draped around his neck to prove to her who sent it. The bird is so clever that when it arrives at the lady's home in England, it hides the letter under its wing so the wrong person won't notice it. Then, when the lady and her handmaidens leave home to attend church, it bursts into a song so she'll look up. She's the only one who could know what the blue ribbon means. Urging her handmaidens to go on ahead, she quickly runs back to the goshawk's tree and the letter is dropped into her hand. What her Scottish lord had written just about breaks her heart and it brings out her inner steel. Her family wants to stop her marrying her true love? 
well, let them just try. That is essentially what she says when she sends the goshawk back with a letter of her own. Then she retreats to her room. Her handmaidens return from church some time later, worried by her absence, and find her lying on her bed, so ill she says she'll die. Her father is brought promptly by her side and is petitioned for one last favor. Do not ask for your Scottish lad, is his immediate response. Anything else I will promise, whatever it may be, but rather than see you wedded to your proud Scottish lad, I'd see you lying dead thereby proving that he and her stepmother are perfectly matched couple of appalling parents. For his daughter, however, his reaction is not unexpected. Her last request is that her brothers carry her to Scotland to be buried. The mass be sung over her body at the first church they come to, and the bells be tolled at the second, and that they lay her out in the churchyard of St. Mary's. Her father agrees that it will be done. Late that night, while everyone else is sleeping, the lady creeps from her bed and mixes up the strongest sleeping draught she can. Once it is drunk, she returns to bed and waits. Come morning, she is found so limp and still that everyone believes her to be dead. Everyone, that is, apart from her stepmother, who pricks the corpse with a pen and drips boiling wax on her bare skin just to be sure. The lady remains lifeless. Her maidens cover her in white, her brothers build a bier to carry her coffin, and the promised procession begins. In the churchyard of St. Mary's, though, where her brothers were told to lay down her body and keep watch over her through the night, a hundred spearmen appears out of the dark and the Scottish lord steps forward to take her hand. At that touch, she springs brightly to life. Go home, she tells her brothers, for you have fetched me where I want to be. Her brothers are outraged by her scheming ways and the mistaken grief she has put her family through. But her inner steel holds strong. Take my love to my father, she tells them, though he said he'd rather I were lying dead than married to my Scottish lad. But I send no love to my cruel stepmother for the sharp silver pin she struck me with and the hot boiling wax she burnt me with. For her, I wish nothing but woe. She rides off with her lover to finally marry. The goshawk flying at their side. The end. It takes a true lady to deliver such a stinging screw you to the people who failed her. It's interesting to see a father's failure actually addressed for once instead of being piled entirely onto the nearest stepmother. The gay goshawk is taken from Sorshnik Leodas's collection, Thistle and Time, which is full of young women figuring out how to get past stupid obstacles. But the sheer cunning of this Romeo and Juliet inversion is very hard to beat. And on that note, bye for now. Let me know your thoughts on the story and our discussion by emailing me on woketalespodcast at gmail.com or through social media at woketalespodcast on Instagram and woketalespod on Twitter. And please rate, review and like Woketales Podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you can easily access our weekly stories. 
If you have any story recommendations or if you want to come dissect and analyze a story with me, give me a shout out on email or social media because whatever you do, keep dissecting and keep analyzing. <laughs>